in America's soul. Liberty is at risk. It's time to speak up. Welcome to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot, Brooke Says. For years, Brooke's been behind the scenes, helping conservative leaders articulate a vision for a better America. Now, she's front and center, and the mic is hot. Here is your host, Brooke Says. Hello, hello. Welcome to Brooke Talks America, where we discuss politics and culture from an unapologetically conservative perspective. You know, I like to say never a squishy rhino here. And in fact, we'll be dropping some Moabs on some of them later in the show, because that's always fun. I'm your host, Brooke Says, conservative patriot, proud, deplorable and columnist, which you can see on BrookeTalksAmerica.com. It's Brooke with an E. I'll have some more articles coming up this week. Make sure you connect on the various interwebs until we get kicked off. Uh, and if you'd like to be a partner and sponsor of the show, let me know. There's a donate button on the site as well, if you'd like to help us get this conservative message out there, there's new merch on the shop. I'm here with my colonel, um, with my co-host, Colonel Jim Warshuk, who's a former deputy director for intelligence at U.S. Central Command. He served on the White House National Security Council and is currently the reelected Hillsborough County, Florida GOP chairman. His articles are available on his page when he writes them. Uh, and so you know the deal from Hot Topics to History. You can be sure if it's happening in America, I'll be talking about it. You can listen to archived podcasts of this show on my website. And also, I'm on Captain's America Third Watch every Tuesday morning at 5.30 a.m. Colonel Jim is also on every Wednesday morning at 5 a.m., both on this station, Salem Media Group, on AM860, The Answer. The podcast is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podomatic. And I just uh, want to give a little... Um, reminder because we can really never say it enough thank you to our amazing truckers not only was it truckers who brought everything you got gave or ate for christmas and the holidays but throughout the past year during the pandemic they have saved us basically from having really big problems okay as much as there was civil unrest thanks to the left and their paid looters and rioters and uh, subversives we might have had a lot more problems uh than we did so thank you so much to the truckers and maybe you want to get out and get some gift cards to pass out if you see one uh to show your appreciation also there's going to be a Tampa rally January 6th to fight for Trump and election integrity it'll be on Dale Mabry at the corner of Lake Carroll Way in front of the Car- Wood Plaza and Publix from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. For more information, call Marisol Fernandez, 813-400-5404, and I'll put it up on the Facebook page. So let's get to the jelly. Uh, if you've been watching the social media pages, I hope you have. Please do check out our Facebook and Twitter pages. Uh, we had a scheduled guest, the uh, California Marine, Carlos Zapata, which I played his audio uh, a couple of weeks ago, he was unable to make it. So we'll try to re- reschedule him. But we're very glad that our friend Ron Edwards, who you've heard on the show before, could join us in our first show of 2021. Thankfully, 2020 is over that mess. Um, Ron produces and hosts the Edwards Notebook and award winning syndicated radio commentary. He's heard via the Edwards Notebook on over 200 radio stations on Captain's America Third Watch and is also on this show. You hear him in the Ron Edwards Notebook, which will be coming up in the third segment. So stay tuned for that. 
He is also a regular contributor contributor to Captain Matt's show here on AM860, The Answer Every Tuesday and Thursday. Also a columnist on various platforms, including his website, theronedwards.com. And with that, that's a big intro, I know. Welcome to the show, Ron. Thanks for coming on. Thanks uh, for inviting me, and uh, always uh, there to stand by when others uh, don't show up or cannot show up. No, well, you're it's al- always not. <laughs> you're invited, anyways. But I definitely want to uh, appreciate oh, you coming man. on the show. We do short notice for each other on our various shows when we can get in and uh, get the action going. So I want to go through the uh, and Happy New Year, of course. I want to go through the news stories of the day and. Unfortunately or fortunately, nothing would be complete when we're talking about the coronavirus, which is the never-ending scamdemic pandemic, which both of us like to call it. The one and only fraud, fraud Fauci, who, from what I understand, is a 40-year bureaucrat and only practiced medicine for a sum total of two years of that. Uh, I'm not sure the people that Tubin to his picture know that he's not an actual doctor, you know, to the degree that they think. But um, apparently he told Newsweek this week that everything will be on the table for discussion in what he, you know, assumes is the plan, uh, the Biden administration in terms of the virus that he, however, said he is not sure if mandatory uh, vaccines will be mandatory from a, a central government standpoint. He said, I'm not sure it's going to be mandatory. Um, there are going to be individual institutions that do make it. He says return to normal life depends on vaccine rollout and a rather strict adherence to restrictions. So how is it that he says the the vaccine will not be mandatory, but that you'll have to continue on with these strict uh, restrictions? How does that make any sense? Well, here's the thing. You know, there, there's, it's, it's called an in and around. All right. We won't officially dictate it from Washington, D.C., wink, wink. But guess what? If you want to fly on Delta Airlines, yep. you have to be stuck up. Or if you want to go to school, you have to be stuck up. If you want to go shopping, you have to, you're going to be stuck up. And uh, this is how they, they, they want to, um, you know, roll this thing out. That's why, why it's very important for individuals, for we Americans, to get out in the streets. So this January 6th, uh, yes. many of us will be packed. I mean, packed to the gills in the nation's capital uh, to let Congress know that uh, we're not going to take this stuff anymore. It's we've had it. We're, it's done. And uh, we're going to we're going to be pushing back big time. And uh, it's, it's now or never, folks. And uh, we're the boss. We're the, we're, you know, we're the star that stirs the drink. We have to remind these these goons uh, in government. And uh, because if we do not push back and push back as hard as we can with God's help, we will be screwed. We will be we we will be pinned down. And by the way, those vaccines are very harmful to your health. Yeah, it's always it's already been proven. Uh, I, I read one warning that if you're a male, uh, you you might want to store your sperm before before uh, before. I you. saw that. Yeah. yeah. And, and there are other things too. If you if you have certain allergies, this could be big heap on problems for your body. But you know these 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 vaccines are not good, and also tracking devices are yes. will be suspected to be in these in these in these uh, vaccines. So we have no choice. I, this is this is very serious. We have no choice. This is a life or death situation here, literally, for the country, for our health, for our rights. And the buck stops here. We have to get out there and look. 
um, all the way to the wall. You know what that means, Brooke? Mm, yeah. All the way to the wall. Seriously. Well, so the it, th- this is the crazy part. So he said that, but then in early October, he said coronavirus coronavirus vaccines will only prevent symptoms and not block the infection. This is what I don't understand. I don't understand why anybody even listens to this guy in the first place. But if you go on social media, you see they literally, I mean, they, you know, I, I've talked about this on the bef- before. The left is godless, okay? So they have to have human beings really seem to need, you know, a power greater than themselves, right? So, you know, we're Christians. We believe in, in Jesus Christ or God or whatever you want to say, but they need a religion. They have Pope Fauci. I mean, this is the thing. I don't understand why they why they uh, listen to him. And look, my feeling is this. If you want to take the vaccine, if you believe it, and apparently the left totally believes in it, you know, there's no concern about the fact that that nurse passed out on national television. There's no concern about the fact that Gates, who is all up in this, is a, you know, father was involved with Planned Parenthood, and he himself is a depopulation person. So you mentioned about the sperm. There's no sort of reckoning about any of this. You know, the My Body, My Choice people have totally gone away on this particular issue. But if you want to take it, fine. Okay, I know people that have taken it predominantly, you know, the the small amount of liberals that I actually know. Oh, I'm so grateful to be vaccinated. They have they don't think about what it means, what it's going to do to them. But I should not have to be vaccinated. Thank God. You know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago with, uh, you know, Representative Florida Rep Anthony Sabatini, that he is putting forth a bill that the Florida governor, if it ends up not, be, you know, whoever the next governor is or uh, if it's not or beyond Governor DeSantis, that they will not be able to mandate the vaccines. So that's really good. But you should not have a mandate. And, you know, Christians believe in this mark of the beast. And I've heard, you know, I, Colonel Jim believes this, is that the, the little um, tracking, as you mentioned, can be so small that they can conceivably put it in there. And I'm totally against any of this stuff because that's why I don't get tested. OK, because I don't want anybody tracking me. I don't believe in any of that stuff. But um, anyway, so we will move on from that. That will never end anyway, so we can always have something to talk about. In Commie Watch, you know, there's massive Commie Watch, obviously, but Bill de Blasio, Air de Blasio, Wilhelm, uh, was in Times Square dancing. So he keeps everybody out of Times Square while he and his weird wife, who has that weird, if you look at the... uh, You know, the people on social media have noticed that weird mask she has and the symbol on there. You need to check it out and see what that's affiliated with. So he keeps everybody out while the rest of New York is, for the first time in history, while he's dancing with his wife. With I guess she's his wife. I don't know. But the thing that's even more bizarre is that they're married to each other. They sleep in the same house. They're outside wearing masks. But this is what you get, America, when you have 18 percent turnout, voter turnout. Okay, we're seeing that you have someone like him that is running the biggest city, the greatest city in America. And if not the world, this is what he does. I mean, how they get away with this, Ron? (laughs) Well, they they get away with it with the permission of the people. Yes. Remember. They elected this clown. Yes. They were elected similar clowns to him in other administrations in the past. So they, you know they're getting it. They're getting pile drive. You know where, but they keep you know they keep going back to that well, and uh, it makes me very angry because that is the greatest city in the world. I, I've lived in that city, and to it, what an insult! Not only to the New Yorkers, but to America, to the world, to yeah. not allow people to come in. Times Square, of all places on planet Earth, to celebrate New Year's 
the new year coming in. That is evil. That is wicked. And for the New Yorkers to not be out in mass, they yes. should have overrun those police and, this, and, 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 and poured into to Times Square to show the world, hey, it's over. We're yeah. not taking this crap anymore. But yet, had they, had, all the people had to do was show up and say, with a few signs, we're protesting, maybe we want to torch a few things, yeah. so we're pissed off. Oh, wait a minute, a black guy died yesterday. Yeah, okay. All right, you can, go, you can come in. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Grab a sign and do whatever the hell you want to do. Um, It's gotten that crazy. Well, the thing is, too, is that people, you know, you said it before, we are the power. And for some reason or another, we've gotten complacency. I always say complacency is the enemy of liberty. If it's if not now, never. People need to stand up and take back their rights, take back their cities and. It's unacceptable that this or any of this other stuff should be happening. You're listening Can to Brooke. We're, we're going to oh, go on oh, to do a break. Okay. Bring this back right. on the other side. You're listening to Brook Talks America here with Ron Edwards, and we will be right back. More Brook Talks America coming up. America with Brooke says. Connect by Twitter at Talks America. Here's Brooke says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America here with Ron Edwards of the Edwards Notebook. So in RIP GOP watch, right? Um, this is really stunning. Look, I I'm not with the whole I believe in unemployment, you know, for a certain amount of time, unemployment, and and especially in this situation, because the governments of various states and, uh, you know, and municipalities have shut down the government. But in this particular situation, when you have the Corona bill, which was $900 billion, that they were going to do $600 each for American citizens, which is only $200 billion, and then give $700 billion to the rest of the world, I was not, I didn't have any kind of problem at that point when they, when we saw what was the ridiculousness that was in there. And I, the clip is too long for me to play of President Trump, but it was actually brilliant that he basically did a line-by-line recitation of some of the insanity that was in there, including, you know, money for gender studies in Pakistan, which is a joke because they don't respect women in there in that country anyways but so mcconnell right so trump comes out and says no six hundred dollars is ridiculous we need to do two thousand dollars mitch comes out the turtle who has become very wealthy china mitch right uh he says no we're not going to do six hundred uh we're not going to do two thousand we're going to do six thousand six hundred and he says he says the that it was called socialism for rich people. He says the data shows that many upper middle class Americans have kept their jobs, work remotely and remain totally financial, financially comfortable. Now, if that's the case and someone has $100,000, that's fine. $70,000, whatever the situation is. But that's not the case for a lot of people that are unemployed still to this day. So that to me is the day. And not only that, Okay, they're all too happy to send the money overseas. But at the same time that he did that, he also overrode 
the president's veto of the $740 billion defense bill. Why? Because their donors want more wars. Crumbs for you, but bombs for their donors. I personally think that's the day the Republican Party officially died. What do you think? Well, it it, it may not be dead, but I know it's about comatose. Um, You know, back up to to the, um, the the check deal. I'm in agreement with you that I I believe that the stimulus checks for individual Americans should be greater, especially for those people who have small businesses. Yes. And by the way, by the way, I I love how you call them China Mitch. Um, But here's the thing. China Mitch and many others in both parties are collectively are collectively these these gaggle of collectivists are collectively on a mission to wipe out the middle class yes and this is just one of their planks to do it you wipe it out through the scandemic you give them you 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 send back just a fraction of the the tax money that they have sacrificially given to this country uh, government rather and you know you you give them not enough and you disenfranchise them through starvation, through financial starvation, basically. And tell them they so, should be grateful for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stand up and clap. Beg for it. Beg for it. Yes. Like you do a little puppy. And uh, so we're supposed to be all happy and, and slap happy and stupid and not understand what's going on. And this is, again, it's part of the problem that while we've got to push back like never before, we've got to play. You know, when we go, uh, go to Washington on the 6th, we've got, to, we've got to push back like Ohio State did last night against Clemson. <laughs> we've got to rock these people, yeah. seriously. Because if we don't, and going into the $740 billion defense bill, what an insult mm. to the great military, um, our soldiers, what an insult to our republic. Yes, we want a large and very powerful military. I want a military so powerful that China would freak out at the very thought of of, of looking at us in the wrong way. Okay? I believe in all of that. But these people, these globalist pigs, they do want wars and rumors of wars. Mm -hmm. And by the way, a lot of that budget isn't for building our military. It's yes. Putting other crap in there. That's that right. The, the military is to, to kill people and to break things. Yep. Last time I checked. Well, what does that have to do with um, cer- certain surgeries? Uh, all kinds of weird things that they they, they want to uh, put back in there from the Ali Obama era. Yeah. This is a re-, re this is a reconfiguration of the Ali Obama era, and it's an insult. And I'm proud of the fact that Trump is still standing up all the way. Yes. He's not backing down. He's president, and he's going to be president. He's going to continue. We're going to go through some bumpy days, real rocky days, um, maybe two two or three weeks' worth. But we're going to get to the other side of this book. Yeah. I, I can almost promise you we're going to get to the other side of this, but getting through it, it's going to, it's going to be um, – it's not going to be pretty at all. And, well, we're going uh, we're gonna to get into that in a sec. But the okay, other thing sure. about the NDAA, which kills me, is this two thirty. Mm-hmm. So by by vetoing that, they didn't they, they it doesn't get rid of the two thirty exemption for the big techs, big techs. But and yes. what did Facebook do immediately after that happened? They canceled or they they eliminated the joint fundraising for Loeffler and um, Purdue. Right. They've since reinstated it, but they said, oh, it was an error. This is 
They're just mocking us. And this is the thing, you know, you talked about it earlier and we talk about this is that people have to understand there. This is the time when you take back your government. I'm glad that you're going. I wish I could go. We're going to be doing our thing locally because also it's not just enough to go to D.C. You need to occupy. Look, we're going to occupy. Okay, we're going to occupy the state house, the Capitol. We're going to occupy our locals and we're going to show these people that we they work for us. Okay, it's not the other round. We're not serfs and they're not lords. We pay their salaries. But anyways, I definitely want to get into the election because you you, uh, brought us into there. So this is like never Trump Republican news. Ben Sass, the squirrel, okay, he looks like a squirrel, uh, he rips the GOP colleagues for challenging election, re- election results, calling it playing with fire. Mittens slams Hawley over the planned electoral college uh, objection. Both parties are sold out to giant. It's ridiculous. And Kinzinger is another never Trump uh, globalist. He He's still going on with his tyrant's tirades against Trump. What do all these people have in common? All three of them, what do they want? Because Ben Sass also was against the end repealing, um, or was against bringing the troops home. They all want endless wars. Mittens is mad Trump didn't give him a job. Kinziger is mad because he wants more wars. And Sass is mad because he he looks like a squirrel. China Mitch... Yes, I say it. I always do. China Mitch, who is a turtle, he looks like a turtle, is mad because Trump is getting in the way of his gravy train. Okay, they all are on the China gravy train. What do you think, Ron? You know, Staff looks like a squirrel. (laughs) You got to laugh to keep from crying. Okay, that's it. You do. You do. And uh, we're not going to be laughing. I'm telling you, yeah, I know. on the six, we're not going to be laughing. Good. And it's wonderful that, before I get to the subject, it's wonderful. I'm proud of the fact that you guys are going to be doing it locally yep. because all politics is local. Yes. And the reason, one of the reasons why we're in this this big heap of trouble is because we have not been paying enough attention mm-hmm. at the local level because these a lot of our congresspersons in the federal government came from the local ranks. And we yeah. have to do, we still have to start cleaning house locally. And the left understands that they go for the smallest. They'll go for dog catcher. They go they're yep. going top bottom up all through the ranks and they're taking over everything. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and so these these this this these this war these warmongers. Yeah. And the reason why they want wars is not because they want an all-powerful. They don't have a Roman mentality. Like Rome was into a lot of wars to build Rome for the glory exactly. of Exactly. But this is not about the glory of the United States. Yep. This is about the glory of China and globalism, anything that is against the United States. They want us to waste our wealth, yep. our youth, and our energy on wasteful wars that drain down the United States of America. These people are patently evil. Um, <laughs> I keep, I'm looking at, he is a squirrel. The man doesn't just look like one. Maybe I'm insulting squirrels, but he does yeah, right? look like one. Yeah. Um, and so we've, we've got to, um, I don't know, it, it's, it's, but see, it comes back to us. Yes. We have been stupid. How many times has uh, Mittens screwed over the voters and they continue to put them back in office? Yeah. See, this is, see, we can sit here, sit here and yuck up all day long about these individuals and what they're doing. But it comes time now. We've got to look ourselves in the, in the mirror yes. and say, you know what? We've been rather foolish. Yeah. With this gift called voting. And here we are. We've screwed ourselves. We're busy. 
We're busy, and that's the thing. They've they've been they've been able to distract us and occupy us with our little devices, with our entertainment. We're relatively comfortable, you know. As I mentioned earlier, thanks to the truckers, we all get to eat, and actually, we're all fat. And it's like we've been distracted, and they have just infiltrated but, everything. But Brooke, I'm gonna tell you something about that. Thank God for the truckers. And I see them every 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 week when I have to go to my health food store. There are these huge trucks in the alley, and I talk to them. Yeah. And I also talk to the manager of the health food store that I'm into. And you know, as well as I do, that the left is nuts. Have gone to nutsville uh, against the health industry. Why? Yeah. Because yes. health industry that represents a form of independence. If you and I are taking care of it. ourselves, we don't need. The Dr. Fauci lying to us, going back and forth on masks or whatever. Mm-hmm. See, we're, we, this country was uniquely built upon us taking care of ourselves and not needing government, which would, would only take care of us uh, from cradle to early grave anyway. And this is the control they want. The supplies in many of our health food stores, things that I go in and I t- have taken for granted for, I don't know, all my life. Yeah. Ron, we're getting fewer and fewer of these. Oh, look at this shelf. It's half empty. It, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. And in states like where I'm living, it's even worse because we have socialist governors like Wichmer yeah. and others that exacerbate the problem. I call her the cyborg of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to laugh or talk? I know. <laughs> Got to do it. Got to um, do it. <laughs> But, 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 you know, at least 140 House Republicans are expected to object. But we need a majority of, of, of folks in both the Senate and the House. We need a, a majority. Yeah. If not, it's going to be just an, a wonderful exercise. Uh, in, in futility. Yeah, I was just going to mention that uh, we're going to we're coming up on a break, but uh, we have to wrap it up. But definitely that is good news. And the, the, the reality is that so you have Hawley. Um, you know, Josh Hawley, who came out as the really the first senator to say that he was going to object. And what happened was, is that he got a you probably know about this, is that Walmart, uh, someone from Walmart tweeted out, go ahead, get your two hour debate, hashtag sore loser, Walmart. OK, yeah. where do yep. where do a lot of Trump's I don't shop at Walmart. I don't buy a lot of that stuff, but they shop Walmart. So Walmart sent out this thing and uh, he pushed back. Holly pushed back and um, complained about them, you know, saying, oh, enjoy using your slave labor. They wrote the tweet published earlier was mistakenly posted by a member of our social media team. We deleted the post and have no intention of commenting on the subject or of certifying the Electoral College. We uh, apologize to Senator Holly for this error and any confusion about our position. First of all, that's a corporate trying to cover its you-know-what. Second of all, they're showing all of these corporate entities. Okay, we talked about, uh, you know, earlier, it's lobbyists. The reason that, that the health food stores are being pushed back against, it's because the big pharma lobbyists. All of this has to do with this. I have to say about the House members, though, the reason that the House members are doing this is because they read the tea leaves and they understand Trump voters are furious. And at the end of the day, lobbyists don't vote voters vote and if you're listening to this and hopefully people in other you know states and uh, are listening to this you are the power this is the time when we have a chance to take back our power we vote 
Okay, we're the power. The voters are the power. So this is the the House Republicans that are going to object. Very smart move. It's great. But we need more people to come out. And this is showing that they understand that we are the power and we need to take it back. Ron, always great to have you. We only have such amount of time, but we're we're um, so we have so many things we could talk about. But we are up against a break. So I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Check out his um, you're going to have your Ron Edwards notebook on the other side of the break. Check out his website, theronedwards.com. And we look forward to talking with you soon. I look forward to the next time, and it's always a, a great time. Absolutely. And, uh, take you're, care. you're a fun host. Take Thanks. Care. Take care. Bye now. You're listening to Brook Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, and we will be right back. More Brook Talks America coming up. Both Joe Biden and Dr. Anthony Fauci have stated that we would experience a dark winter. They were referring to a second round of Corona China virus. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, initially when both Dr. Fauci and Biden proclaimed a dark winter of more Corona China virus misery, it wasn't understood that the Corona China virus wasn't exactly mutating or weakening like most real viruses do, but instead continue to spread without any mutation and weakening, which usually occurs with natural viruses. I find it ironic that Great Britain, which has been trying to free itself from the clutches of the European Union, while the United States, via the Trump administration, has been battling against the numerous undermining elements of the globalist deep state, are both reeling from the predicted resurgence of the Corona China virus. Leftist politicians throughout both Great Britain and the United States have used the scandemic to restrict business activity to the point of destroying the middle class and to also shutter Jewish and Christian houses of worship. We've got to stop this, my fellow Americans. I'm Ronedwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect by email, info at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brooke Says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. And that was an excellent Edwards notebook, as always. Um, pray to God that he's right and Trump does successfully refute the steal and get another term because it's frightening to think of creepy, sleepy, gropey Joe as president. Um in the never-ending coronavirus, you know, this is really stunning. Uh, uh, te- uh, Chicago's teachers union leader claims it's unsafe for teachers to return to the classroom while tanning poolside in Puerto Rico. Listen to this. A Chicago teachers union leader is facing criticism for vacationing in the Caribbean while at the same time claiming it's unsafe for teachers to return to the classroom. Sarah Chambers is on the union's executive board as an area vice president. As recently as today, she tweeted to rally special education teachers not to return to work Monday because it's unsafe. But just a few hours earlier, Chambers posted a picture on Instagram that appears to show her poolside in Puerto Rico and talking about going to Old San Juan for seafood. 
Post also mentions that she previously had COVID, got a negative test result, and consulted her doctor before traveling. Both Chambers and the Teachers Union have not responded to our request for comment. Since we reached out, though, Chambers has deleted her Instagram account. The Chicago Teachers Union is threatening the possibility of a strike if the district pushes ahead with plans to reopen school buildings. Don't you love that? So Chicago schools are a failure. They're always protesting for more money. And I saw one protest where the teacher, quote unquote, had a sign that was spelled wrong. Okay, and here you have a taxpayer funded teacher wanting to get her check without working while on vacation. That's all over America. All of these people, none of them missed a check. They're mocking you. Take it into consideration. Now, this was really wonderful. Um, UFC fighter. Bryce Mitchell ends his presser. He won the fight, and he ends his presser. This is so brave. I want you to listen to this clip. And I'm going to take a lot of criticism for saying what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyways because I feel it needs to be said. Um, I was driving by elementary school the other day, and I seen all these kids outside. They're trying to play on the playground. They're trying to run around. They're trying to swing on a monkey bars, go down a slide and wrestle and, and play tag, and they all got masks on. And I see them out there, some of them taking their mask off so they can breathe fresh air. They get fresh air in their lungs when they take the mask off. And then you got a teacher walking around pointing at them saying, oh, put your mask on, put your mask on, put your mask on. And that makes me sick that these kids can't get fresh air. And they're eight hours a day. They're sitting six feet apart from each other, and they can't, they can't breathe fresh air. I don't agree with that. And I just want to tell Asa Hutchinson, I think you need to have a little bit of backbone because we did not vote for none of that. There was no vote that said we want our kids in masks, we want to wear masks, we want our businesses shut down, we want our restaurants at half capacity, we want our gyms at half capacity. And I just don't know who he thinks he is telling us that we have to shut down our businesses or shut our businesses to half capacity without a vote. There was no vote. And if he likes, if he likes shutting down people's businesses and he likes telling people what to do, he can go to California because they'll love him over there. That's, that's what they do over there. The government's all up in people's business over there, and we don't want to live like that. And I'm just asking to get our freedoms back. And here's another theory I got. If your mask works so well, why are you worried about if I'm wearing one? Don't you got one on? Why does it matter? If they work so good, why are you worried if I got one? You wear one, and you worry about you. Okay, and if you think you're going to sick, stay home. If you think you're going to get sick, stay home. That's all, I, that's all I'm saying, and, and, and I think that taking away our liberties and taking away our freedoms without a vote, I don't think that's the right answer. I like breathing in fresh air, and if kids, if kids' parents want them to wear a mask, that's fine. But don't tell everybody that they have to wear a mask just because you want to. You know, more people die in car wrecks than the corona in Arkansas. In Arkansas, it claims to have killed 270 people. The CDC claims 270 people have died of corona. Way more people die in car wrecks. But the interstates ain't shut down. How come you ain't shut down the interstates, Asa? Now, that's the rare situation when that's a Republican governor of a state. So God bless this brave young man. You know, he'll probably get canceled. He's a probably be called some dumb redneck. Why is he talking? Okay, but he's absolutely right. And God bless him for telling the truth. You know, I don't like anything about the masks, but especially the masking of children here in Hillsborough County, where we have the commies on the county commission. It's all children above the age of two. Two years old. I mean, this is criminal what they're getting away with, and we're letting them. 
Um, you know, we're going to be judged for that, too, with what we're doing to children. Anyways, uh, these are just a quick quotes I want you to listen to about the Democrats who uh, this is Hillary Clinton. And I want to she has one cl- one Trump, one clip on Trump. Sorry that he's an illegitimate president and whether he should concede. And I want to turn the tables on her and say, I agree, but Trump shouldn't. I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. He knows. He knows that there were a bunch of different reasons why the election turned out the way it did. And I take responsibility for those parts of it that I should. But, Jane, it was like applying for a job and getting 66 million letters of uh, recommendation and losing to a corrupt human tornado. And so I know that he knows that this wasn't on the level. I don't know that we'll ever know everything that happened, but clearly we know a lot and are learning more every day, and history will probably sort it all out. That's Hillary. I agree about Biden. Thanks, Hillary. Thanks for backing me up on that. And here's what she says about Biden conceding. They have a couple of scenarios that they're looking uh Toward One is messing up absentee balloting so that they then get maybe a narrow advantage in the Electoral College on Election Day. Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances because I think this is going to drag out. And eventually, I do believe he will win if we don't give an inch and if we are as focused and relentless as the other side is. So Biden is not president. I don't recognize him as president anyways. But if he ever gets to be president because they're successful with the steal, I agree with you, Hillary. He would be an illegitimate president. Okay, and Trump should not concede under any circumstances. So I have to say, I sometimes agree with her, but in the reverse. Okay, and does she sound crazy or what? Don't concede under any circumstance President Trump, I hope you're listening. You should be listening every week, Saturdays at 7 p.m. on AM860, The Answer to Brook Talks America. I totally agree with that idea. You are listening to me. I'm your co-host, Brooke Says, on Brook Talks America. And we will be right back with Colonel Jim. More Brook Talks America coming up. America with Brooke says. Check out the blog at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brooke says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. This show is brought to you by 656 Electric, which serves Tampa and the surrounding areas. No job too big, no job too small. Special rate $20 off, $65 an hour rate for all uh, listeners. Promo code Brooke Talks America. And the phone number is 863-969-7790. So check them out and tell them I sent you. So, Jim, Trump returned early to the White House. Uh, he was going to be there on New Year's Eve in Mar-a-Lago, but he moved back. Uh, he went back early. What's that about? Well, that's a good good point. I believe this was well-planned because the meetings that were set up were already uh, on his calendar. While the calendar is not necessarily public knowledge, those meetings were set up. Um, The first meeting that we heard about was uh, his meeting with the Joint Chiefs and his National 
Security Council security team and looking at the picture that was presented. And this was this was very strategic. If you saw the picture in the cabinet room where the president was sitting there with the Joint Chiefs on both sides of him and across the table was uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who is a member of the National Security Council, um, as well as being the Secretary of State, as well as uh, O'Brien and a number of other people. And one of piqued my interest that I saw him there was was Grinnell, who was the former DNI, but he was invited to this meeting. Um, now, there's been a lot of things going on, and there's been a lot of uh, concern and grumblings about what this meeting was about. You're not going to find anything out there about this meeting. <laughs> nothing has been published. No leaks. No leaks. Nothing. And I have searched all day, uh, all last night and all, the, all this morning. I could not find a single mention of this meeting. And it's interesting, as I said, the picture that was sent out was sent out by Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. But he was sitting there across from the president, so he didn't take that picture. Right. That picture was strategically taken by somebody else, whether it was his uh, Stratcom's director, Dan Scavino, or the White House photographer. Uh, and all kinds of things have spurred up from and that picture. And his tweet said, game on, which was interesting. And and that's right. And and then later, that, that day, yesterday... There was a picture taken, black and white photo from the Oval Office. In the background was Vice President Pence, and right next to the president was Dan Scavino. So that was very strategic in that going out with the words, as you said, game on. So a number of events, and we know that he was meeting with some Republican leaders. We don't have any uh, read or feedback on who it was, but of course this created... A lot of rumors in the D.C. community uh, and a lot of psyop and deception and propaganda going out. You know, Trump's detractors, the rhinos, the the establishment, never Trumpers have got their uh, concerns. The Democrats are putting their stuff out. The mainstream media has got theirs. Uh, but it and they're pushing the effort to create doubt about they are scared to death of January 6th. They are scared to death of all the all the all the Republicans from uh, the House who have now signed up, I think yes. it's 145 have signed up. They're all going to get the opportunity, and supposedly up to 12 senators because they're angry about Mitch McConnell's yep. called uh, said failed leadership in the coronavirus stimulus issue. Exactly, and of course Josh Hawley yeah. is leading that effort on the Senate side, and I suspect we will see more senators because. Uh, and you and I have talked about it before, this means if you're not on Trump's side, they're done. Yes. Come, come the 2022 election, if you're a senator and you have a race, if you are, obviously, if you're a member of the House, you are going to have a race because they run every two years. If they're not on the side of Trump on this, it's going to cost them dearly. So I think we're going to see a lot of things going on. This has got the media, it's got the Democrats all up in arms over what's going on, and and as and the never Trumper Republicans, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as as Ron Edwards said, we are in for two to three weeks of just <laughs> in, insanity, and it's not going to be it's not going to be pretty. So you know that's my position on on that, and we'll certainly 
uh, pay attention to what else is going on. You know what's so messed up, though, is that a lot of hotels apparently have been threatened in D.C. They're not going to open. They've canceled reservations for the people that were going there. They're saying uh, they've been threatened by, I guess, by Antifa and BLM and the mayor and her brown shirts. I'm telling you, law enforcement, don't side with these communists. It's going to serve you very poorly. It's going to serve you that uh, that they can't use the bathrooms. So they're like, okay, well, we're going to put up porta pot or something like that. But it's just crazy. So in the Georgia hearings, this really, I know this makes me furious, but this must make you absolutely furious with the military ballots. And it's not just Georgia. It's all over the place. What's the deal with that? Yeah, particularly Georgia, where they found up to 90% of the military ballots, the absentee ballots sent from overseas or from uh, military members who are voting, who are registered to vote in Georgia, who send in their absentee ballots from out of state, um, 90% of them were tampered with to <laughs> vote for Biden. And there's no way that Biden is getting 90% of any vote, much less the military. Thank you very much. So there, there's that. Is there proof? Hopefully well, there's proof. There's, there's proof, and I think that's going to be presented uh, this week. Okay. Uh, naturally, if they know up to 90%. It's been counted and looked at, and you got to get into the details, and we don't have time here to do that, but just just think when those absentee ballots, just like any other mail-in ballot, you sign the back of it and everything. To have those changed or have that manipulated and and tampered with means you had to open it or you had to put in all brand-new ballots, which... They've always had problems with military ballots going back to Obama. In Miami, they did that. They messed with the military ballots because they knew that they would not go for him. Go ahead. Exactly. And, of course, then yesterday we saw, and you, you can you know, look at the news feeds, uh, the warehouse where they found yep. massive pallet, pallets, of massive quantities of ballots still in the boxes, still sealed, addressed to uh, Democrat government officials who were involved in the, in the election recount, still sitting there. They found them. You know, more proof of of tampering with and messing with the election in Georgia. So, I mean, uh, massive voter fraud. And then there was uh, a number of... There were vans that were taking the ballots away. Absolutely. It's I insane. mean, uh, you know, if you, if you look at the pictures, it's insane. Now, uh, with regard to voter fraud nationwide, a number of studies, um, Gateway Pundit has done it. Um, uh, Cheryl Atkins, everybody knows her, award-winning reporter, conservative reporter. They've done analysis on the number of registered voters in the United States, the number of votes that the Democrats are claiming Biden got versus the number of votes that Trump got versus the number of people who actually voted. And, you know, there's there's their ranges are uh, 133 to 155 million people who are 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 registered to vote and when you do the math it leaves biden with somewhere between um 55 million and 59 million and and trump easily getting 74 million and maybe more yeah and there's no way biden beats there's there is no way uh when you when you look at the ballots i mean we're we're looking at somewhere between 50 uh, 15 million and 22 million fake ballots added to the mix of registered voters, and not all voters even reg- registered voters even voted. So when you look at these numbers, it's it's insane. 
how did this happen? You know, we watched on election night when Trump was winning, and, and I agree with a comment you had said a number of times where Trump at around 10 o'clock should have announced that he had won. But when we started to see the numbers change, the fix was in. Mm-hmm. They were insane when they saw the numbers and the leads that Trump had. It was beyond anything that they thought they were going to get. Uh, and they they scrambled and they started yeah. dumping ballots into this mix. And I think they really lost control to where it, it's at now. I really think they lost control. And so this is what we're going to hear this week on January 6th. We're going to hear about this. This is the evidence that's going to be put forth, as President Trump said. We won big and the evidence will be presented. Well, and the theory is, is that they 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 expected to have to rearrange stuff, but they didn't realize the margin would be so massive. That's why they were scrambling so much with the sticks, the the zip drives, and everything like that. So, and and we've already you've already talked about the NDAA with with Ron. I just want to add one thing here. You know, we talk about how much stimulus and how much money is going to go, and American people are going to get six hundred bucks, or taxpayers are going to get six hundred bucks, and seventy or seven hundred and forty uh, billion is going to go to foreign countries. Well. Inside the NDAA, I just want to say this, there's billions of dollars that go to foreign countries in military aid in addition to foreign aid, which brings the number of what is actually going overseas to about $900 billion. Just want to, just want to lay that out there for everyone. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, you know, there's this big hoopla about, um, and this is, this is spin by the left. I think they're trying to do it to try to show that Trump is going to use a foreign policy crisis with Iran to stay in office. And there's, you know, we, we, we heard about um, the, the assassination attempt on the president by uh, the Iranians. Of course, that's their typical stuff. So more to follow on that, and we will certainly have a lot to talk about next week. Yes, and they Americans are now chanting death to America just like Iran. The left is doing that. So we have a lot of work to do. Uh, we won't get it all done today or this week, but we will come back to next week and talk about it. You're listening to Brook Talks America here with Colonel Jim on Brook, uh, and I'm your host, Brooke Says. We'll see you next week on Salem Media Group, AM860, The Answer. Keep praying. Pray for this week, boy. Pray for this week. You've been listening to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot, Brooke Says. Connect by email, info at brooktalksamerica.com. By Twitter, at Talks America. And listen next Saturday night for more Brooke Talks America on AM 860, The Answer.